It's time for the Hadit.com radio show. Hadit.com radio is an in-depth look at all things VA. If you need help with the VA, log on to Hadit.com. Now, here's your host, Gerald Cook. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, on this 25th day of November, 2015. And guess what? Tomorrow is Thanksgiving. So we decided to uh, do a little show on Thanksgiving. And uh, uh, Jay Basser, our co-host here, uh, I'm sure we can come up with a few things that we're thankful for. And uh, one thing you all ought to do if you're traveling is be extremely cautious out there on the highway. There's a lot of crazy people out there trying to drive from point A to point B, and they they do a lot of damage sometimes. So be real cautious out on the highway if you're driving. And uh, if you're flying, do your family a favor that you leave behind. Take out these insurance policies and... Uh, make them the beneficiary because I don't know how safe flying is this day and age. Uh, that way, at least they got something there. Uh, they can it's safe when going to the VA, Drew. <laughs> well, yes. <laughs> I, I've read that today where um, uh, a place up in Michigan. Um, mm-hmm got busted for using unsanitary surgical instruments. Beats anything I ever heard. How'd you like to go up there and have them take a ward off and <laughs> end up in end up with the army getting amputated? Uh, hmm. They're horrible people. Yeah, they don't follow procedure like that. That's uh, they'll never learn, Gerald. Never learn. They know better. Yeah. And then they blamed it on a broken water line. Don't they mm. know? We all know that they use steam and stuff to sterilize these instruments. So a broken water line wasn't in there in the picture. I don't know. Unless it Unless they wrapped it off for tap water. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what uh, they're doing. You know the name it, of this place? Uh, well, I, I know that it was in Michigan, wasn't it? Yeah, I'll have to find it. Was that a story, a story on Hatter or was that breaking somewhere else? Uh, that was breaking somewhere else. Okay. Uh, I can find mm. that, right? I know I can. I'll find Yeah, we'll find it. Let me look it up. Well, uh, John, have you got anything to be thankful for? Uh, well, I used to. Well, you used to, yeah. Well, that's good. I used better to. Better than never having anything. Yeah, I'm thankful that, you know, we always got something to be thankful for. I mean, oh, by the way, that was Ann Arbor VA up there in Oh, and Outside Arbor, of you're, yeah. you're absolutely right. Yep, yeah, so, yeah. but you, I'm just thankful that uh, when you wake up in the morning, you're still here, you're thankful. Well, yeah, when you look in the mirror and you can see, see somebody looking back at you, uh, you got good reason to be thankful. And, of course, any time you can spend with your family, quality time, that's something to be mighty thankful for. Yeah, that's true. It's true, you know. It's, uh, you know, thankful that you have your family around. Well. I mean, I think we've got a roof sure. over your head. Roof over you got your head. Food in the pantry. Yeah. Oh, by all means. Everybody yeah. keep your food stocked up. And uh, uh, I'm thankful we got a. 
thankful we got something to look forward to. These, you know, these radio shows that give something to do during the week. And thankful for Habit.com being there to help all these veterans get their claims correctly and properly adjudicated. Well, for sure. Uh, you know, Habit has helped a lot of people and and uh, or a lot of veterans. <coughs> and veterans should be. That he's had it should be thankful and, and appreciate the work that's uh, been put into uh, the website. Had it, uh, Teresa or T Bird has done just a super job, and we all should be thankful for her and and her uh, her labors. I mean, she has done an awful lot. I mean, just above and beyond. Well, she took this from an idea to, a, you know, to a big website. And, uh, <clears throat> of course, it's from 20 years old. You know, it's 20 years long lives now, but, you know, it's kind of grown as a grassroots organization. You know, had it's never really officially advertised anywhere or, or anything like that. You know, she's been privately self-owned since she started. And uh, she's got some good folks that's, uh, you know, that's actually come on to help her, you know, over the years to get the site going, expand it a little bit. You know, people volunteer their time. And uh, that's the way it is. I mean, it's just have to, you have to, you know, just dig in and keep going at it. So that's what I had it for. Be thankful to around folks. I had a lot of folks be in the dumpster right now. You're absolutely correct. And, uh, you know, we need to be thankful for some of our members that have passed on, uh, such as Carly and uh, uh, Stretch. Uh, he was always willing to help another veteran. And uh, I know there's several others. But, well, uh, there's a lot of them. Stretch. Stretch was a big loss for Hat itself because when Stretch, you know, he was actually he was a big loss for us, Gerald. I mean, he was a right arm in his radio shows, you know. Well, yes, he was. He took care of all the technical issues and yeah. and did a really great job. I mean, uh, super job. He was. He was a perfectionist. Yeah. He wanted to make sure it was done exactly right. And uh, oh yeah, you know, oh, we always. We always raised him over it too, you know. We played, picked, you know, picked on him, and uh, you know. But you know, I tell you, I'd, I'd take him back any day if they, you know. But uh, folks, if stretch situation was sad, I mean, we watch this guy go from, you know, being a really, really, really shiny individual to watching him go downhill over the, well, over the last year, you know, he went over. But the last three months, he went fast. Yes, he did. I mean, he went, I mean, he was in these shows, and he went in the hospital. He fell several times. And, uh, of course, now, they never told him he had lung cancer. He found that out just after, well, I guess he found out in January and of the year that, you know, last January, because Gerald and I had, we had preached and preached and preached to him to get outside the VA and get a second opinion someone right. And he did find out, but uh, he was too far gone when they found him. Yes. Yes. 
Don't wait till it's too doggone late. Because then it's, uh, uh, things can be irreversible. Yes, it can. Yes, it can. And, uh, of course, we can't forget about Carly. Carly was, uh, Carly was T-Bird's right, right arm. She was, was uh, probably one of the, big, the biggest hit had it could have took as far as losing somebody because the way that T-Bird had her inside the mix of stuff, you know, she was uh, really knowledgeable about the site and uh, about all, you know, everything involved. She was real knowledgeable. But she was very helpful to veterans, too, and, you know, she kind of she kind of kept uh, everybody on the same page. Uh, she took out a lot of old stuff that was repetitive and things like that that uh, people kept dragging up. Uh, people keep surfing the site and finding posts that are 10 years old and bringing them up front. And uh, yeah. you know, she kept cleaning up that way. Um, so. And she was always just a pleasure to talk to. Yeah, she's just a wonderful person. Yeah, she was. Wonderful really. person. She had, we've had her on the show before, too, you know, so. Yeah. We might yeah. Uh, we might run a couple of those. Her stretch at the end of the year is kind of a little more for both of them. And, uh, yeah. We'll even do we'll, we'll, we'll find one. Yeah. We'll even do one for Mike Bailey, the test vet died last year. You know, which is yeah. just, you know, he was another. He was another big hitter. He was, and he was a, a big loss too. He was. He did a lot for veterans. Yeah. All three of them died in service neck disabilities, though. And, uh, you know, sooner or later, what you do when you're younger, no matter what you're exposed to or what you run into or if you fall or whatever, it's going to come get you. It's going to come back around and get you. So, you know, it's just a, it's a shortened life. It's all thanks yeah, to your service, I, and, you know. I, I recommend all veterans that, I mean, uh, military personnel getting mustered out of the service yeah, mm-hmm. to keep uh, go to the doctor every two or three months uh, for at least that first year you're out out of mm-hmm. the service and anything anything uh, you're suspicious of bring it to their attention because if you can catch your an ailment soon enough, a lot of times you can avoid the deadly affliction of what it can turn into. And right. if you get proper treatment. And, of course, when we got out of the service, and we didn't have no kind of bike like that. I didn't anyway. Well, look at it, Gerald. We went in service. We were young. We were in the best condition of our lives, you know. We were, we felt indestructible, you know. We, you know, we went in head first and did the job. Yeah. Well, you do that, and later on in life, you're going to pay for it. And you know, because you know, you get out after so many years, you know, you you want to find a job, move on with your life. That's you know, right. But uh, nobody knew. You know, of course, they told us about the VA while we was in service, but they just said that, uh, you know, if you got any issues, go see them or whatever, you know. And we didn't think about that. Well, you only know, sissies I mean, went on sick call. I mean, my yeah. lips, they have to go yeah. on sick call and make fun of you for a week, and you pull that. Trying to get out of work. Trying <laughs> to get out of work. That's yeah. what they always said, trying to get out of work. So. Yeah. But. You know, you got to do what you got to do. But, uh, you know, get a document they, or whatever's wrong with you. The veterans getting out now are better educated than we were on this sort of thing. I think by uh, with the age of the computer, and it don't take much research, and uh, you're going to find out a whole bunch of issues that... Uh, you should be paying attention to, and of course your health being one of them. But uh, always bear in mind that a lot of these ailments uh, uh, don't manifest themselves for uh, several years. You know, five, ten, fifteen, twenty years down the road. 
uh, when you go in and try to claim it's uh, uh, service connected, then you have some real issues because it's uh, they don't want to talk to you. And no, they don't want to talk to you. No, you're uh, uh, you're not. You know, he's supposed to be a deserving veteran entitled to benefits, but uh, you know they'll treat you and, and tell you, you know, whatever. But you go file a claim or something and see what happens. Okay. Any type true. you're dealing with the government, any type of government system you're dealing with, even with Social Security, the VA, it's it's, it's corrupt. People yeah. can say what they want to say, but from what I've seen on Social Security and VA, both it's corrupt as it can be. Card, you know, ID card, that thing, yeah. you show that, 
you show that you go into each each place has got a separate entrance. You go in and ring a buzzer, and they come up and show my ID card, and they put you to have the line. Oh, that's good. And there's some big lines in DC. Yeah, we rode the subway several times and had fun doing that. And saw a couple of whack jobs on the subway. So I was going to break break one and two a couple of times. But uh, it was a pretty good thing, you know. It was a good trip. Got searched in front of the White House. Searched in front of the White yeah. House. They let one of the prisoners go get them or something. They uh, locked the White House down. They stopped their bus and got them to search everybody. Yeah, it was something. But, uh, that was a pretty good trip. So, you know, I mean, it's a good place to visit. You don't want to live there. Too dangerous. Yeah. Dangerous city. You get out inside Washington. Yeah, it's a lot of gangs and stuff there too. It's a pretty dangerous place. Kind of like Chicago. Well, haven't they had yeah. some senators get robbed or mugged or congressmen there? Yeah, happens all the time. I'm I, I astonished. <laughs> Really do. You know, I mean, it's. I think they ought to, I think they should give each senator or Secret Service agent to go with him. You know, well, I mean, they're going to be. They're going to be out on the street walking around. Yeah, they better have someone there with them. Well, who are your cabinet folks have one? You know what? Oh, do they? Yes, they do. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. I personally know one. Wonder why we yeah, couldn't they... get one for a congressman. You know, just someone there by the door, and the congressman come out and say, "Look, I'm going to go down here to the, to the pool hall or somewhere." Mm-hmm. He goes with him. At least escort him to his location. Mm-hmm. Try to smell, try to rob mug and make guacamole out of them. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you're in Chicago, there you don't want to shoot nobody right now because they've got so much problems going on with that latest shooting they've had. People are now rioting in the streets again. Yeah, but uh, there's only been 500 some murders in Chicago last year, this year, so. Yeah. <laughs> That's more the population than a lot of towns in Kentucky. <laughs> Yeah, especially on bug tussle. <laughs> it seems to me that the city government has lost control of Chicago. Uh, clean that place up. There's, there's something, something seriously wrong, and mm-hmm. uh, the police don't get the support they need. In this particular case, it it appears that a police officer did. Uh, Overstep his bounds. Yeah, I think he did. I think he's, uh, you know, the video shows it. But they're going to, you know, they're well, waiting they for If they waited a year for it to be released. Yeah, and I don't you know, know that's why. why. I mean, that's I a really lot of people are asking that question why? Yeah. And what was this that's guy done in the interim, you know? That's going to cost the police chief and probably the mayor their jobs. Uh, and it should. Yeah. yeah. Uh, obviously, they were trying to figure out a way to cover it up or something. I don't know what they were doing. Mm. But uh, it didn't seem right. They had, what, they had three or four, five police officers there. And. Uh, Bunch of them now. Sixteen times. Must have been a uh, Smith and Wesson uh, automatic. Well, it had to be. Semi-automatic, yes. Sixteen shots, got to be. Yeah. Uh, it's like boom, 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 boom. That's pretty. It's a lot of shots. Then yeah. he was slapping a new mag in, and Buddy had to stop him. <laughs> that's, that's horrible. He was going to empty the box in him. Uh, you know, but he's going to pay the price for his... Uh, Miss Gibbons, and it sounds like this this police officer did have had had a lot of trouble in the past. 
So maybe he shouldn't even been in, out there in the position he was in. Well, um, I'm pretty sure somebody's waiting on him. Uh, he'll, pay for, he'll pay for his crimes. I think he will. I'm sure there's a couple of folks waiting on him when he gets where he needs to go. He'll get educated he'll, real quick. Uh, Labor will have a good talking to him. <laughs> Yeah. Maybe you have you spend the share sale with share of sale with Jared Subway. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah. it's a shame that happened. But uh, you know we don't know everything there. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't think no, a police no, officer no. would do that. Uh, hey, Gerald, yeah. you and I are, have the same feelings. You know, we dig it up every morning, we put our pants on, and we go about our day. You know, there's a lot of people in this world, whether they're police officers or whether they're terrorists, whether they're anything. You still got good and bad. You got good people that have good hearts doing things for people, but you've got some people who just don't care. That's and, true. Yeah, so they're deranged. You saw that in the military. Oh, yes, I did. Yeah. You know, and. You know, I didn't see, of course, I grew up out in the country. And country folks, uh, you know, uh, if someone butchered, half the neighborhood showed up to help and, and this and that, or someone was down sick, people come help. Uh, it was a community, and uh, the people in the community really stuck together. Yeah, got along. Uh, and... Because I had to, uh, you know, and that's just the way it was. It was just second nature, and and so you kind of grow up with with that. If you see somebody that needs help, you want to try to help them. You give them a hundred pound of beans. Yeah. Give them a hundred pound of beans to try. Yeah. Why not? Uh, Sometimes you're better off giving food than money. It uh, depends on circumstances. Yeah. But you learn to, to look at uh, look at the overall scheme of things and just try to do right yourself. And and like you said, there's right now it seems like there's more bad people getting all the notoriety over the good people. Uh, and we know there's good people out here doing good things. We know that. That's right. Those well. people are usually in the shadows, and uh, they stay out of the limelight. But these, we'll do it, these crazy nuts out here trying, uh, it, it's unreal. You, you can't believe mm. some of the things you hear going on. Yeah, all over place, especially look what happened in Paris last weekend. Yes, that's you know that's one example. ISIS snuck into Paris and detonated bombs and human bombs at the stadium. Other places killed what hundreds of people. Yeah, and, uh, it's ugly. The world's not the same as it used to be, people. That could happen here too. I don't care how much they tell you they got things secure, they don't. They never will. They don't. Just, I don't have confidence no. in them. <laughs> I have no, none whatsoever. I know there's a lot of people trying to do their job and be sure everything's safe in this country. But it's up to the individuals to do their own due diligence and keep a watchful eye out. Anything that might look out of place, suspicious, Change directions real quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, or or when out, call call the local authorities. Uh, it don't hurt to have things checked out if you're not sure. Watch your right. neighbor. Always. You see cars driving around that uh, you don't recognize. Usually, you know, you recognize cars drive by. A lot mm-hmm. of them unless you live on a real busy street. But mm-hmm. keep an eye on, on your neighborhood because that's, that's where this 
helping one another starts out. It starts in, within your own family and uh, often to your neighborhood. Uh, keep an eye on things. Get to know your neighbors. But at the same time, uh, having a neighbor that's upset with you can turn out to be a Thanksgiving. You can be thankful yeah. they're upset with you because he might be one of these jokers that uh, will want a bar or something and never bring it back. Now that's, yeah. that ain't a good neighbor. But uh, I don't loan nothing. Well, used to. I do if they pay double what it costs me to buy. They don't loan it. I, I rent it to them. They won't pay it. And the rent's what it costs to buy a new one. <laughs> well, yep. no, I have long stuff. You think yep. you're sorry when you do anymore. Yeah. never know. Yeah, it's all right, though. Mm-hmm. You know, people need it to use stuff. That's fine. bad direction the world's good the world's not the same and uh, uh actually it's it's not the same it's changing and it's changing rather quickly mm-hmm. it seems like we're changing at a accelerated rate right now and we are. Uh, where that's going to end up I, I don't have a clue i know well, here's my clue uh, ISIS is not ISIL, it's ISIS. It is a Islamic terrorist group. I'll repeat that, Islamic terrorist group. It's spelled I-S-I-S, ISIS, is-is. In Kentucky we call it is-is, and the only way to take care of it is to make them was-was. how we do it. I mean, if they want to go, if they want to get their virgins and go be with Allah, just grant their wish. Or capture them and let them be with Leroy. <laughs> Probably better off talking to Allah. I'm sure he'll straighten them out. Yeah. Sure, there well, They've been very, very, very very few times in my life that you got an actual, an actual concern, you know, because I was in the service under Reagan Navy. I was in during Beirut when they blew up the embassy. I was there and all the stuff happened, so, you know, it's, the world hasn't changed that much, just a grander scale. And so, because we've got more people, more poverty, and, uh, you know, be careful what you do to people. Be thankful for your food, but also be careful where your food comes from. That's uh, for sure. E. coli break. You see that? Yes. Uh, uh, cucumbers. Costco has their salad. Uh, yeah. Now, they always come up from Mexico, they said. Yes. Cucumbers and uh, I think it didn't they have a scare on lettuce a while back? Uh, yep. Yeah. It uh that's bad. Here you're sitting down thinking you're gonna eat a good meal and end up out killing yourself. But well the cucumbers they kill off four people. Last I heard, and I don't know how many yeah. have been hospitalized. So it said yeah. this. Uh, actually, I found some stuff in a Costco chicken salad, wasn't it? Oh, that's true. That's true. Yeah. So. And there was know. that one Mexican restaurant, Chipotle uh, or something. Chipotle. Yeah, they had. I couldn't uh, even pronounce that. Well, I couldn't either. 
always, I let the P call it chit pile <laughs> with the C H I P. Well, now I had a whole bunch of people there getting Well, that one place years ago, too, they had that salsa problem that killed all them people. Remember that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, right at Mexican Place. They went out of business because of that. Oh, they sure so did. Mm-hmm. Well, the tomatoes. It was the tomatoes. Yes, sir. People, they grow this food in other parts of the world. And they do what they can do to fertilize it to make the food grow better. Yeah. So all these places doesn't have the infrastructure that we have here. You know, we have uh, we have sewers and things like that. We have leach lines for septic tanks and things like that. A lot of countries have open pits for stuff to, to roll up in the middle of the yard. You want to plant something that go ahead. You know, it might grow, but it might grow in you too when you eat it. So always scrutinize where your vegetables come from. It better be a product of the USA. You might be better off eating it. Go to your local farmer's market. Mm-hmm. You, you can't do it in the wintertime. Yeah. You can't do that in the wintertime. Yeah, I know. But Scrutinize. But Gerald's got the right idea. So Gerald is a very intelligent young man. Gerald... He has tomatoes. He has vegetables. And these vegetables are homegrown and they're garden grown. And he has enough to last through the winter because Gerald knows how to can and they know how to prepare food. Yeah, we That's can. That's what you need to learn how to do. Yeah, so learn how to prepare your food. That way you'll have it through the winter. Uh, tomatoes. Make your own sauce. Make everything. Make your own pickles, too, don't you? Make your own pickles. Yeah, lordy. Now, that's what I'm thankful for, people. I'm thankful for food. I'm thankful. Now, I'll tell you what, I've had some of the pickle rubbers. I've got some in the refrigerator right now. That's good stuff. You slap that stuff on a hot... You slap that stuff on a hot dog, look out. Dog be dancing. It's good, Real good. Uh, you know what tomorrow is, Gerald? Tomorrow is Thanksgiving. And we all should Big be day. thankful. Oh, the day. Big the day. The day is the 26th. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, everyone be thankful for, little, for what little you do have. Might not be much. Yeah. Right. Get it more sprayed, and, you know. Oh yeah, that. <laughs> they always have a football game on. They always have a football game on. Usually the teams come in pretty bad, but I don't much watch that type of football anymore. I'm good at picking the losing team. It's mm-hmm. the winning team I have trouble picking. That's true, too. Winners and losers. But, hey, be thankful that you can sit down with the family and you can eat that turkey and whatever you eat, enjoy it. Take you a nap in the afternoon. It's one day a year you can eat and not worry about feel guilty. Next morning, look out. Next morning, look out. Okay, guys, here comes the benefit. All you 100%ers out there that's got the military ID cards, the retired military ID card, or you have the 100% DAV card, disabled veteran ID card, go to look up the uh, look up the exchange online store. Register for that site and sign up. They'll verify your credentials. You can order anything on this store, anything shipped to your house. A lot of it is free shipping and no sales tax. And a lot of it's cheaper than what you can buy for Walmart, you know. Mm-hmm. So, 
Big benefit. Good benefit. Take advantage of it. It works. Now, what, what store was that? Called the Exchange Store. The Exchange Online Store. But you have to be 100% to take advantage of it. Yeah, you have to have a military card. You have to have, you have, to have commissary exchange privileges. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. You have it pretty soon, girl. Well, I hope so. Because I'll sure order something from them. Like I said, we travel. And, uh, you know, we I hit the exchange a lot if I can. Commissaries. Mm-hmm. Uh, I tell you, commissaries save you a lot of money. You you go shopping at Kroger and you buy the same thing. You go to commissary and you buy the same thing. Even paying the six percent surcharge commissary, you're gonna still save forty percent over Kroger. Oh, that's that's good savings. Of course, no. And be and be wary of these stores. All these stores have got their shoppers card. You know, well, you buy this and save so much per gallon off gasoline. Yeah. Well. Diesel over here across the house is two dollars and twenty one cents a gallon. Well, two miles back to the Kroger is two sixty nine a gallon. So where are you saving money at? That's right. Of course these pharmacies got yeah. Pharmacies got their own cars too. And let me give you another benefit on flu shots. Any veteran, doesn't matter if you're, uh, you know, as long as you're a patient of the VA, mm-hmm. there's a, go to Walgreens.com. They got a piece of paper you can print out and take to them. You can get your flu shot at Walgreens, no cost. The VA will pay for it. But get it early because the VA might stop paying for it. That's how they usually do. And the people stop doing stuff for the VA. That, that's how it usually works out. <laughs> I just yeah. had to wait till just before Christmas and get mine. I got mine when they first. Mm, when first the October, doctor, wouldn't first got his, he called me in and gave me a shot. That yeah. Double whammy, three or four flu strains or something. We try to wait and see what the strain is and make sure it's an accurate shot. Last year's shot wasn't very effective. No, because it's for a wrong strain, so. And that but, strain keeps mutating. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how. Personally, I think this is all a setup deal anyways. I think it's all it's all a setup deal. Who put that stuff out there anyways to begin with, you know? Yeah. Well, I don't know. I get one every year. And uh, I'm still here, so I consider that something. Right. I recommend you get one, especially if you have uh, lung problems. You don't need pneumonia yeah. with lung problems. I do, too. I had a real good friend I used to work with. His name was Mike Truelove. That's a true story. His last name was Truelove. He was a, uh, he worked in the corporate office from the last company I worked for, and we used to talk a lot. Really good person. He had, uh, he came to the office one day and he was coughing and stuff. He said he couldn't shake a cold he had. He had it for like three months. And I said, Mike, you need to get your chest x-ray, but something's going on. And sure enough, he had cancer. Oh. And they they took out a lot of his lung and moved a bunch of stuff around. He survived and went back to work. Well, uh, in 2005, when I retired, boss, ex-boss called me, told me he passed away. He had open-heart surgery. And his lung capacity was small. He got pneumonia real quick and died. Oh, no. Yeah, so, you know, it's just uh, good people, though. Really good people. And pneumonia so, you know, has got a lot of people. I keep yeah. my pneumonia shot current all the time. How can uh, you get one, Gerald? Uh, what is it, every five years? I think it's every five years. I think it's every five years. Yeah. Now my I asked the VA about mine. They said I didn't need one this year, so we'll see. The, uh, we'll see. 
My lung doctor at the VA said you only need one pneumonia shot in your whole life. Just one will do you. So I brought it up with my lung doctor here in town, and uh, he he said, no, you're getting another one. (laughs) And and, uh, he figured it out, told me when I scheduled it, so when it was time, he gave it to me. So there you go again. Get a second opinion. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it, it's just the VA. He said, uh, uh, he told me, he was a good lung doctor. I liked him. Uh, but he said uh, the new recommendation now from the VA is just one one pneumonia shot for your whole life. Mm-hmm. And, uh... Saves him a lot of money, see? Yeah. But my other doctor said there ain't no way. And I'm glad well, I, I got another one, you know. On a sour note, last month, I had some, I had an MRI done in my neck, x-rays in my neck, and I had some problems in my shoulder. And, and uh, they said they couldn't do much for it, but uh, it showed some problems. Of course, I ain't got a copy of the film, but you will get a copy to make sure here pretty soon. Yesterday, Yesterday afternoon, we got the mail opened up, and there's a big EOB from an insurance company. I'm service connected from the neck and the head. Well, guess what's on there, Gerald? Big old charge for the x-rays. Yeah, big old bill. for. There you go again. The VA are not supposed to bill anybody for a service connected condition. You know what? No, they're not supposed to. But here we go again. X ray done at the VA or at an outside? VA. Oh? Yep, VA. Yep. And I want to ask you another, I'm going to tell you something else, folks. If you have to have an MRI procedure done and you ask the VA, ask them how powerful is their machine, if it's a 1.5 or a 3. If it's a 1.5 and they ain't got a 3, I'd ask them personally if I could have it done somewhere else that's got a 3. Because the quality the quality of your exam on a 3 for 1.5 is like watching high-definition TV or watching rabbit ears. Oh, well, I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah. Yeah. So if you've been exposed to asbestos, and they want to give you a chest X-ray or a CT for your chest to see if you've got asbestos problems. You tell them you want a high-resolution CAT scan, HRCT. They have to pinpoint your location that you got your lung problems. But if they find it with that, you better you have a better chance of getting asbestosis diagnosis. The better the exam, the better the the better quality of the equipment makes it a lot easier. Next time we get Dr. Bax on, I'll get him to explain the differences between the resolution of the 1.5 and the 3.0. Well, I can understand the resolution part of it. Yeah, well, it's basically, it's a... Uh, I always run into resolution problems with my computer. I don't know which direction to go. Uh, well... Turn it up or down or sideways. <laughs> but that's remember the old days... Oh. Remember the old days of black and white TVs and had the antennas up and the wire going to it and boom the pole? <laughs> yeah, tin boy on there. Uh, there mm-hmm. tin cans. <laughs> I think once we even run a wire out to Bob our pants. <laughs> well, I knew some yeah. folks, and I grew, up, I, grew, I grew up in the hills of eastern Kentucky, okay? And you put an antenna up, and you're not getting, getting nothing. So we had to we we had to run TV cable with boosters all the way up top of the mountain, all the way down to the house. Next thing you know, here comes a big wind and the trees fall on top of it, and kept taking it down. But you know, you could we could get them three stations back in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we used to have to 
hold on to to the antenna. Yeah. Uh, or stand a certain place in the room. <laughs> then they come out with satellite dishes. Remember that? <laughs> yeah. Them big old dishes. Every 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 house in the block had a satellite dish. Do the whole backyard. <laughs> And you can tell what they was watching with the where they had the, where they had the satellite. Yeah. Nose turns yeah. back and what they was watching. <laughs> 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 oh my goodness! We had one of the first Echo Stars, which is now Dish Network. Uh, be thankful for that, folks. Be thankful you got your TVs and things like that. You know, we could be like Revolution without power. You know, we'll be having radio shows. We'd be sitting around in front of a campfire on watch. Telling tales. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Storytelling. That's the way That's they it. used to pass uh, history down from one generation to the other. We're yep. around the campfires and old men that sat around and tell the young ones stories how how they hunted bear or deer or moose mm-hmm. caribou you know fish yeah. uh, they pass their whole history down through them and, and uh, you know how many generations were the Indians here doing that. And they did pretty well, I would say. They knew their history probably better than we do. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, of course, they've lost a lot of their history due to the the smart wise man. Mm-hmm. But, uh, uh, but that's uh, how they, they had to recite it. From one generation to the next. So. Tough stories get passed down, and there's yeah. subtle changes too. Every generation's got a subtle change or two in the story because you know how gossip is. Once it gets once it gets back around. Well, that's true, and makes you wonder about some of these stories <laughs> here. Even oh, today's age. Look at the news. Just look at the news. <laughs> Uh, you can go to Fox News or CNN or BBC or they even got a Chinese network, I understand. I've never found that yet. But, I uh, don't want to see it. <laughs> you can hear all kinds of tales. Mm-hmm. Uh, just change the channel if you don't like story you're getting. <laughs> you bound to find one you like. So. Kind of like Alvin York, World War One, we captured all them German prisoners. Alan York was the most decorated soldier in World War One, and he took out several yeah. gun places, killed a bunch of Germans, and took out, captured, I forget how many hundred he captured by himself. By the time the story got back around to him, he done captured a Kaiser. <laughs> <laughs> I'd seen that movie. That was a, uh, it was a Cary Grant. Wasn't that Cary Grant? Uh, or yeah, he was, uh, Alvin York wouldn't let nobody else do it but him. He wouldn't let no, uh, unfortunately, I met that guy. He's a good guy, rest his soul. Very religious person. Some kin to our, our bunch, but I don't know, you know how, exactly how it is, but um, he definitely had a big, big following. Good people. Drew, what are you thankful for, buddy? Well, I'm thankful that we can live in such a country that we have so much to be thankful for. And uh, we're surrounded with people that we should be thankful for having them as friends and neighbors and what have you. There's a lot to be thankful for. Uh, of course, all we 
hear about is the doom and gloom so many times. But if you just look around you, especially in the United States of America, you have a lot to be thankful for. Be thankful you're, you're not living in some of these other countries like Shad and Kenya and uh, people are literally starving to death by the thousands. We have uh, plenty of food and and uh, let's be thankful for our farmers and stuff and and the people that get it all to market for us. So we have a plenty to be thankful for. And veterans should be thankful for websites uh, such as Added. Uh, Added is one blessed website that does everything possible to get the word out uh, to veterans of new things, uh, changes in policy, and and uh, anything that might be helpful towards a veteran, especially if uh, whether they're having medical issues or uh, issues with the claims process. And, and remember, they're two separate issues many times, and don't get them mixed up. <laughs> Don't go down and see your primary care team and bellyache about your claim uh, because there ain't much they can do about it. They're there to take care of your health, not your claim. So, um, it happens way too like, often. Yes, it does. happens way too often. People get a chip on their shoulder wanting to get their claim settled, but... These guys, they don't realize there's a regional office involved. That's true. And uh, uh, if you got a problem with your claim, take it up at the regional office. Don't be taking it up with your primary care team because try as they might and care as they would, uh, you're wasting their time and your time too just making yourself look like a fool. Uh, if you have a medical issue, bring that up to them. And uh, remember to scrutinize all medicines, all diagnosis, double check it. If they uh, tell you you got the flu, uh, you want to know you for certain you got the flu. It's true. Whatever you got. Uh, scrutinize everything. People make mistakes. They're busy people and they're in a hurry. And uh, sometimes they they just make a mistake. And it can cost someone their life. You overlook an uh, improper diagnosis. That seems to be a, a major issue at the VA. Uh, especially the medical side, uh, and you have to guard against that. Don't let them treat you for toenail fungus when you got an earache. Uh, you know, there's all sorts of things. Uh, don't hurt to get a second opinion. And that's uh, true. But. Uh, if you have Medicare, and uh, which myself, I went ahead and uh, bit the bullet. I have Medicare, and then I have a gap insurance for the Medicare. So uh, I'm able to utilize a doctor here in town because it's so far to go to a VA medical facility. Yes, I see them uh, once or twice a year. I see them. But regularly, I see my doctors here in town, so uh, that has really been a big help for me. And uh, they work hand-in-hand -hand with the VA medical facility. If doctor here writes a script, he, he packages it to the VA, and then they fill it for me. And they've been really super good about that. I... Uh, my hat's off to, to
to both of them because they both want to work together, and I insisted that they did. So they communicate back and forth, and uh, that's really been uh, something for me to be thankful for right there. Had they not worked together, it could cause a lot of issues. We don't want that. My land, John, you let me rattle on here. What are you thankful for? Me, I'm thankful just to be here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, here he is. Next week, big show, guys. We got Glenn Johnson, Champ VA. Anything you want to know about Champ VA, it'll be on next week's show. So uh, stay tuned for that one because it's going to be an epic show. Yes, it'll be a great show. Glenn Johnson is a wonderful person. And uh, let me tell you, his. He runs his organization uh, like a well-oiled machine. Uh, he does a great job, and anything that is not right, you can contact him, and they'll make it right for you somehow. So That's right. make sure to tune in next week. And everyone have a happy or merry, or happy Thanksgiving and a safe Thanksgiving. Whatever you do, drive safe. Drive defensively. Drive safe, eat plenty of food, and relax and enjoy yourself. That's right. And uh, so with that, this will be Gerald Cook and Jay Basser will be signing off for now. You've been listening to the Haddock.com Blog Talk Radio Show, sponsored by Haddock.com. All opinions expressed here are the opinions of the individuals appearing on the show and are not the opinions of Haddock.com or Blog Talk Radio. Tune in next time for another edition of Haddock.com Blog Talk Radio and the Ask Bachelor Show. <laughs>